You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, Spiffy and Spectacular Sparky Spotters. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 114, and of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your stellar and stupendous statistics stalkers. I'm Colin. I'm Dana. <laughs> and I'm Chris. <laughs> Wait, we're statistics? Like, we like to stalk statistics. Stalking. Okay, we're not okay. part of the stalker statistics. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, sure. All right, fine. Yeah. We're stalk. like peeking through the window on yeah. statistics. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Okay, let's not, <laughs> yeah. let's not dwell on this. I know, right. let's not okay. take it too far. This yeah. metaphor is uh, getting increasingly <laughs> creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're so excited for our fan meetup yes! that's coming up in a, just a couple weeks yeah. now. Yeah. Mark your calendars. We had our Las Vegas meetup, and now we are going to have our San Francisco Bay Area meetup. We have people who live... In the San Francisco Bay who area, Vegas. who went to the Vegas meetup, <laughs> yeah. which kind of made coming. us feel like they're coming. Oh, they are! Oh, oh, oh wonderful! Cool. Yeah. That's that's great. I would yes, feel so we'll really nice there. if they couldn't make it to one of their hometowns. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so um, should have coordinated yeah. with them. Two, oh, two I'm glad two. they can make it. So we think we have a lot of people who are in the area who are going to want to come to yes. this, and so we've got a uh, great venue. It's actually where we do our pub trivia, the Soma Street Food Park. And in, in addition to food trucks, they have a school bus. On the property, and you can rent that out, and we did. And Converted it's, it's, into they rip out all the, they, yeah. they take out all the benches, so it's there's not, no. We're not yeah. going to be facing the, the cool, same direction. No. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. It's like yeah. it's like being on a field trip. You got to hang your shoulder over no. the, you know, the elbow over the side, and the cool kids sit way in the back. You know, we have goodies and prizes for people as well. Mm. Check out our site for more info. Make sure you yep. RSVP. And um, it, is, it, is, it is all ages friendly. Yes, certainly all is. Ages. Yep. And our and oh, you don't have to be in the school bus the whole time. Yeah. No. There's a there's a deck that they built. It's really cool. And there's a lot of seating, and we have that whole area. But of course, you're free to leave. You know, you're free to go yes. out and get food, <laughs> and come back, or mingle, or whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. Tyler is going to be there too. Tyler Hinman yes. will yeah. be there. Yes, our puzzle championship. Oh, a laundry list of celebrity attendees. Pretty much just Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> our celebrity. He is. He really is. No, he celebrity. is. But yeah. I mean, that's, that's all of that's our right. celebrity. Like, our ones. That's it. <laughs> called all of our celebrity friends. Yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> uh, so that is July 6th so on Sunday. Sunday. So uh, make sure you RSVP. Get all your 4th of July partying out of the way that yeah. Friday and Saturday. And then come, sure. just come decompress with us. Yeah. yeah. Hang yeah. out. Very chill. We'll yeah. answer some questions. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, without further ado, let's jump into our first general trivia segment, Pop Quiz Hot Shot. Oh, this one has a picture. I have to find a new question. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Here we go. You guys got your buzzers. I have my Trivial Pursuit cards. Here we go. Blue Edge for geography. <laughs> what is the only U.S. state with a one-syllable name? Everybody. Maine. Yeah. Mena. Maina. Maina. It's Hawaiian. It's Hawaiian, yeah. Uh, all right. Pink Wedge for pop culture. Dana. Oh, what, yeah. TV, what TV series generated the ominous warning? Resistance is futile. Ah, uh, Doctor Who? No. <laughs> I always mess oh. it up. Is this uh, Star Trek The Next Generation? Yes, it is. It is. TNG. Okay. Oh, my God. It's the Borg. It's the Borg. It's the Borg. 
All right. Yellow Edge. In 2009, California officials shut down an eight-year-old entrepreneur for operating what without a business license? Everybody. Lemonade stand. Yeah. There's a note here. She was hoping to earn enough to go to Disneyland. Oh. Oh, So you need a business license to sell lemonade? Technically, yes. Technically, you cannot legally just start selling food products on the side of your house. Okay. But it's, come on. But it's it's, it's the kind of thing that, yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That should be a legal principle that you'd be able to argue in court. You're like, come come on. on. Yeah. Your Honor, come on. (laughs) Let's go to Disneyland. All right. Uh, Purple Wedge, what notable fashion designer is the daughter of a beetle? Oh. Collins. Stella, Stella McCartney. McCartney. Wow, I did not think you boys will get this. One. I was yeah. Collins' backup. We had singer. the Marvel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's a picture question. It's like, what triangle is this? And it's an equilateral triangle. So. Oh, I was hoping it was a spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, replacement Greenwood for science. What does USB stand for? USB. Universal Serial Bus. <laughs> That's Ugly like school you guys, bus. You guys like, look at each other. Yeah, yeah. there's lots of eye contact. Chins hang it together. It's <laughs> well, I like. I like. Don't want to get it. You know. So we're match our cadence. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's like weird. a little. It's a game within a game. Yeah. Within like, a game. I, I forget what I was gonna say. And just like mesmerized. Yeah. All right. Orange wedge. Last question. What did Muhammad Ali call his strategy of leaning against the ropes until his opponent exhausted himself? Everybody. Rope a dope. <laughs> you both looked at me. I felt well, you like... were going to say it too. So yeah, I know. I felt yeah. the power that I. <laughs> right, right, right. Rope a dope. So it was like an Rope-a-dope. equilateral triangle, Karen. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. All right. Good job, Brains. Uh, so this week we are continuing our series of. How to prep for a pub quiz. Last episode, we had some insights, some history and factoids about pubs, pub quiz, uh, things we study for, topics that are our strong suit and whatnot. So today we're continuing with our how to prep for a pub quiz part two. Mr. Know-it-all, well, you think you know it all, but you don't know a thing at all, ain't it? And it's something, y'all, when somebody tells you something. All right. So I made you guys something. <laughs> uh oh. We want to see this? Yeah. It's a. Uh, take it with that spirit. I made you guys something. Right, right, right okay. okay. Um, so I looked around the internet. I was trying to find a mnemonic for the 12 Olympian gods from oh, Greek and Roman. Man. There are no. I could not find any mnemonics for it. Okay. I saw lots of questions like, I can't remember it. And they're like, you just have to memorize it. And I was like, that's not a mo- mnemonic, you guys. So, so I. I wrote kind of a mnemonic. It's all puns. All right. Okay. It's all puns. Which, so which, I don't know. Yeah, what are we memorizing Maybe here? I can list all 12, but what trips me up is um, the Greek name versus the Roman name. Mm. I can never remember what's oh, called. okay. So here you go. I wrote, I wrote a story where I've cleverly sometimes integrated their names into the story. Sometimes not that cleverly. Okay. Whatever. It it was made with love. It was made with love. (laughs) I think you'll remember it. The order. Basically, in each sentence, whenever their name comes up, it's first, it's the Roman one, and then the Greek one. Okay. 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 Even though chronologically... 
Greek came before Roman. Okay. It just made the sentences work better <laughs> when Roman just came go with it. Let's just right. go with it. So okay. you're going to read us and we're going to point it out? Yeah. We're going to find the pun. I think... Oh, it's like scavenger hunt. It's we're... like scavenger hunt. All right. They're a little bit tortured, but now I know okay. them very well. Like okay. after... All right. Let's do this. All right. Well, first of all, you better start with Zeus. He was the king of the Olympians. So, you better, you better, you better start with Zeus. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> better okay. and that Zeus. Juana man. Yeah, it is like you better, you better start with Zeus. Yeah, you right. better start with, and then yeah. that's Jupiter, Roman, Zeus, Greek. Yes. Okay. All right. He ruled there with his wife. Juno Hera, she's the goddess of marriage. So it's Juno and Hera. Yes. Juno Hera. Juno Hera. She's the goddess of marriage. Yeah. Juno. Their sister, the goddess of agriculture and seasons, grew a series of crops for people who like to eat. You know, Demeters. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. So it's series. Series. Yeah, and then Demeter. Yeah. Series Demeter, and that's Roman... Greek. Yeah. A series of crops for people who like to eat, you know, Demeters. Yeah. And she's the goddess of agriculture. Yeah. Hey, that one's good. Yeah. Thank you, you know what? That's good. Thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> bad. This <is> less good. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, it's hot in here. All right. Their brothers sang an inept tune because he was under the sea, probably Poseidon on a seahorse. Uh, uh, <laughs> say it again, say it again. Okay. Their brothers sang an inept tune because he was under the sea and probably Poseidon on a seahorse. Poseidon on a seahorse? Poseidon? An inept tune. An inept tune. An inept tune because he was under the sea. Yeah. Poseidon. Poseidon. Yeah. And Pro- Poseidon was also the god of horses. Oh. Okay. oh. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. When the goddess of wisdom was born from Zeus's head, fully grown and in armor, he exclaimed in a terrible Italian accent, Ah, Minerva's! <laughs> Athena, she's coming out of my head! <laughs> <laughs> I like you to clarify the It's like, it's Minerva's! Athena, Minerva. she's coming out of my head! <laughs> So Minerva and Athena. (laughs) All right. Who sprang fully formed from the head of Zeus. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Wait, what's Minerva? Like, my nerves? No, my Minervas. Oh, my my nerves. My nerves. My nerves. (laughs) Athena's good. Wow. My face hurts. Okay. Okay. Of course, there's Diana, quite the Artemis. Uh, goddess, oh. goddess of the moon, hunting, virginity, and animals. So the Diana Artemis. and Artemis, yeah, and Artemis. Artemis. Yeah. Her twin brother doesn't apologize for his sunnier disposition as the god of light, healing, and poetry. Oh, and so this is a trick because oh, Apollo just is Apollo, Apollo is and both. Yeah. Yes. Ah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they were twins. And they are twins. Oh, yeah. Okay. One is the goddess of the moon, and one's the god of the sun. Of sun. Yeah. All right, so here, this gets a little tawdry, but here you go. Uh, we can't forget how the god of war mars the whole family. Ares uh-huh. caused quite an inconvenience when he had an affair with the goddess of love, Aphrodite. Okay. Um, and it was pretty sad that even though her husband was fiery like a volcano, <laughs> when he faced us, the god of blacksmiths and craftsmen just wasn't as glamorous as the god of violence and bloodshed. Okay. So there so, are three gods. So, wow, okay. okay. Mars, Mars and yeah. Mars Roman, and Ares, yeah. Greek. Yeah. Uh, Venus, yeah. Roman. Uh, Aphrodite. Aphrodite. 
Greek, Greek uh-huh. Vulcan, yep. Roman, and no. he faced us. Oh, oh Hephaestus. Hephaestus. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm not familiar with that. Vulcan one. and Hephaestus, and that's yeah. like Lord of the Underworld. Is that what that no. is? No, that's Hades. He's just oh, blacksmith yeah. and fire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, and craftsman. Yeah, and okay. she had an affair with the god of war, Mars love and war. Ares. Yeah. Okay, so here's a non sequitur. <laughs> it's not a good one. <laughs> Mercury, Hermes. Cincher asked. Wow. <laughs> somebody, somebody else help me with that one. <laughs> more curry, her messenger asked. <laughs> more curry? Yeah. You want more curry? Right. Mercury and Hermes. Mercury yeah. and Hermes. And okay. He's, All right. he's the god of messenger. He's the messenger of the he's gods. The messenger of the gods. So, yeah. Hermes. So he's her messenger. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, I couldn't. I mean, All right. Mm-hmm. We're going to let that one go. We'll let that one okay. go. All right. Okay. If somebody comes up with a better one. Her, yeah. her Mercury? I Mercury. I was like, Mercury, Mercury. I can't I'm get it. I'm curious to find out what her message said. Oh, but Mer- you need, I'm, Mer- I'm more curious than I'm you to Mer- find out Mer- what her Mer- message Mer- said. I'm more curious. More curious. Yeah, that's good. I wish, yeah. I wish you were around this morning. Yeah, <laughs> I was ready. Spent this morning. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay, and then the last spot is sometimes split by these two. Some people invest in Hestia, the goddess of the hearth and home. Um, and some people don't like to party, but back us up. Why dine on Isis when there's delicious wine? <laughs> uh, all, right. all right. So that was uh, Vesta uh-huh. and Hestia. Uh, um, Hestia. Vesta and Hestia. Vesta and Hestia. And then Bacchus, Bacchus and Dionysus. Dionysus. Yeah. What was wow. the Bacchus? Bacchus up. Why dine on Isis? When there's delicious wine. Right, right. Dine on ISIS. When there's such delicious wine. He's the god of wine. Yeah. All right. And then Pluto or Hades. So Pluto is not a planet. And neither is Pluto slash Hades part of the 12 um, Olympian gods because Hades Ah. was the god of the underworld Mm. and he didn't go to Olympus. Oh, yeah. all right. Like the he was, planet. yeah. He was related to the rest, but yeah, like he's the not, planet. He's yeah, on yeah, yeah. Mount Olympus. Oh. Yeah, it's good that Pluto's not a planet anymore. Yeah, that, that really just drives right. that it one. Worked it out. Yeah, great. There you <laughs> guys. <laughs> wow. All right, and we'll put that up on the website, of course. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in case you, for for that small percentage of you who didn't get it all, the first we're gonna time. put it up in sixteen point text <laughs> with a with a MIDI <laughs> file in the background. Lots of notes and parentheses. Oh yeah, like annotations. More, I think yeah. it was more fun, like to find. You know, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you know, right. That right, was right. Yeah. that was the the segment it was like, yeah. oh, if we can hear it. Yeah. All right. All right. And, of course, I asked our listeners on Twitter and Facebook about uh, their winning tactics uh, Mm. when they play pub trivia. I'm going to share some with you guys. James Pound wrote in, and he said, I'm a quiz master myself, and one of the biggest strategies I've seen uh, winning teams use is writing down the questions. Sure. Mm -hmm. Some teams do that. Uh, we personally don't do that. We, we take write notes. clues. We take notes. Yeah, yeah kind of abridged yeah. notes. Mm-hmm. And so you become familiar with what words they're using or they don't use. Well, I remember at our old pub quiz, like there was a difference if he would talk about a musical band versus a group. Like oh, in, in, yeah. in his shorthand, we came to realize that band meant they played instruments, group meant they were singers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah, yeah. Extra a, layer a, of clues there. Yeah. yeah, of singers. Um, a lot of people yeah. wrote in and, and their advice is to trust your gut. Um, I think personally for our team, 
uh, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, you have to know your sometimes. style. You yeah. have to know your style. Yeah. Yep. But, like, psychologists have shown, like, that whole, you know, the idea of, oh, your first instinct is usually right. Like, that's not actually true. No. Yeah. It, but but the flip side is, we do this a lot. You can overthink things yeah. as well. You got you got to know yeah. yourselves. Mm-hmm. You got to know your, know your team. Yep. And you have to, you never, ever, 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 ever want to get to a point where it's like, oh, I thought that. But I didn't say. But I didn't oh. say. It. Oh, yeah. that's that's a lot of people wrote in. Uh, Neville Fogarty says, "Always say what you're thinking, even if you think it might sound dumb. It may mm. trigger something else for someone." Yeah. That's he true. has a really good name, by the way. Neville, Neville Fogarty. Fogarty. I like that name. It's like a Harry Potter. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> that is classy. A, that is a great rule. I think, yeah. like, if you had to pick one rule, Never that might, yeah. yeah. Yep. This uh, Neville Fogarty singing Credence Crookshanks revival. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so many layers. Yeah. Harry but Potter it, but and again, CCR. In, yeah. Importantly, uh, Neville, um, it's it's absolutely right. There's there's been a lot of times where we've just been like, oh, is that? No, it's not Spaceballs. And then somebody else would be like, no, it's not. But it's Blazing Saddles. You know, it's like yeah. it's it's they would never have gotten the right answer had they not heard you say the wrong answer that was sort of close to it to get them the rest. Trampolining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. It's, it's, oh, it's did you just come up with that term? Yeah. I like that. Trampolining. Yeah. Yeah. Trampolining. I think of trampoline Trampoline. accidents when you say that. I'm like, you fall off. Wall you, jumping. As, as we've said, you can't spell pub quiz without you and I. Yeah. Oh. Uh, or P-U. Yeah. <laughs> right. Depending on how you're feeling that day. Every now and again, we get video game questions. Yes, this is this usually happens when we're already up by five points. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're we keep our fingers crossed for video game questions when we're going into the last round and we're like down by like three points. You know, it's like all Trying right, slumdog millionaire. Video yeah, game yeah. round. Video game round. Um, and so um, everybody always looks at me for the video game, even though we're all from the video game industry. <laughs> yeah. Everybody always looks at me for the video game questions. You've written the, two books about well, it. Well, I have. So, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> trivia history, trivia nerd. So I wrote down a couple of things just just for every. Everybody, because they don't really ask a whole lot of really deep video game questions. Yeah. It's typically yeah. all sort of centered around like the you know the beginning of the video game industry and stuff like that. So here's a, a couple of just things to keep in mind. The first commercially released arcade game hmm. was not Pong, okay, and it was not even made by Atari. Uh. It was... Space Wars? Mm, it was based on Space War, oh, okay. which was a computer game they played at universities on okay, the big so mainframes. Arcade, arcade. Yeah. Got it. So, first arcade game, Computer Space. <laughs> computer really? Computer Space. Hey, it was the Wild West. <laughs> they could name it whatever, you know? It's yeah. like there were no names were taken. Uh, yeah. It was it was high concept. No names were like, taken, but they picked that they one. They picked that one. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right. Computer Space, 1971. Wow. Okay. First wow. commercial arcade game. Released by Nutting Associates, N-U-T-T-I-N-G. Now, this, now, the guys who worked on it were Nolan Bushnell and Ted Dabney, who were the founders of Atari, but they were working with Nutting Associates to make computer space. Then it wasn't successful. They left. Okay. This, this predated the first home video game system. And then, of course, the, the second arcade game, which was released in 1972, was Pong. Pong. Right. Okay. okay. First home video game system was not the Atari 2600. It was not Home Pong. It was not anything by Atari. It was the... Oh, we've talked about this we before. We have, yeah. Yeah. It's the Magnavox yes! Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. Odyssey. Magnavox Odyssey was the first 
home video game machine. How much machine. did it cost? Like a hundred something oh, dollars. Okay. Yeah, but they didn't want it to cost a hundred dollars. They they originally they spec'd the machine out. Uh, the inventor Ralph Bear so that they could sell it for twenty bucks. Oh. But Magnavox added it. If you buy an Odyssey, it comes with like it, it's a black and white piece of hardware, but it comes with like color overlays like acetate that you like <laughs> put on your TV to simulate a background that's in color. Huh. And it comes with there's games you can play with playing cards and you can play there's poker chips and it's a box full of junk mm-hmm. and they basically over engineered it and they sold it for a hundred dollars mm-hmm. and that was one of the reasons why it kind of failed but they really wanted it to be super cheap their marketing game was just off computer yeah, space like yeah. let's make this super expensive yeah. yeah well there were also kind of rumors that like because at the time televisions like if you want to buy a magnavox television you probably went to a store that was like a magnavox store mm-hmm. you know and then you had the salesman probably trying to sell somebody the video game system and saying oh now like implying that it wouldn't work unless you owned a top of the line Magnavox (laughs) television also. It was, it was a mess. It was a mess. Yeah. And that was released in 1972, Magnavox Odyssey. Okay. Atari did not release Home Pong, the home version of Pong, until 1975. Oh. And it was a, at first it was through an exclusive partnership with Sears. Mm. Mm. It was released for Christmas 1975. Oh, yep. Atari didn't have the money. They were a little startup. They didn't have any cash. The first programmable video game system, the first video game system that used cartridges that had ROM chips, that Mm. had computer code, you know, a program written Mm. onto them, was not the Atari 2600. It was also not by Atari. It was the Fairchild Video Entertainment System. Sometimes later on it was called the Channel F. It was by the company Fairchild. And they had cassettes or cartridges that you put in. Yep. And the Odyssey had, like, you could take out a cartridge that was like cartridge number one and like putting cartridge number two to play a different game. But all that was was just sort of a series of connections that like told the Odyssey like move the dot here versus oh, move the dot okay. there. It's all in the there machine. There is, though. right. There is no, there's no like, there's no program. Like mm. the Odyssey is mm. like, it's, it's all done with like hardware, you know, but the Fairchild Channel F actually, you know, you wrote computer code, you know, go to line 10, stuff like that. Like that was what the, what it was. Hmm. There's a really interesting... This will never come up in trivia, but I still find this fascinating And at first for arcade games. Um, there was a game that was made by Taito in Japan, which made yeah. Space Invaders. And actually, it was made by the guy who made Space Invaders beforehand. His name, incidentally, was Tomohiro Nishikado. They will never tell you to write that down in trivia. But it was called, in Japan, Western Gun. And it was two cowboys shooting at each other. Midway... Mm-hmm. licensed the game for the U.S. as as it did with, like, Midway licensed Pac-Man from Namco and brought it to the U.S. They licensed this game. They brought it to the U.S. They called it Gunfight. And so the game Gunfight, they totally redid it. And the the first about the U.S. version of Gunfight, it is the first arcade game to use a microprocessor. There is an oh. Intel 8080 microprocessor in there. And that is this is the first arcade game to use one. Huh. Again... Probably won't come up. I I still find it really (laughs) fascinating. A little bit about the Nintendo. The Nintendo Entertainment System was released in 1985. In Japan, it was known as the... Famicom. Famicom, or Family Computer. It was released in 1983. So two years prior. But Super Mario Brothers was released globally in 1985. So, same year in Japan and the U.S. In Japan, that means they had the Nintendo for two years. Without without Super Super Mario Mario Brothers. Yeah. I know, it must have been very sad. (laughs) 
Cool. That's like last round trivia right. video Atari games. Atari very rarely did the first of anything. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to now, be the first, you just need to be the best. You'd be right? surprised at how sometimes, I don't, we've never had this, but like if you're, if you're playing bad trivia, somebody might say, oh, uh, question number seven, what was the first arcade game? You know? And then they're like, it's Pong. And it's like, it's, it's not Pong. <laughs> you're yeah. wrong. You're wrong. You know? Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick ad break. A word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back. You're listening to Good Job Brand this week. We're helping you prep for pub quiz. So we currently, we said about the meetup, we currently play at the Soma Street Food. Uh, but before, years and years, we've been playing at this pub called Elephant and Castle. Mm-hmm. Elephant Castle is stylized to be like a British pub. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think it's they're part of truly a fra- authentic. It's part yeah. of a franchise. It's in Seattle. It's in Vegas, I think. Um, it, it's like a thematic kind of restaurant place. Um, but they have, they serve beer. Um, it's very pub-like. They have pub food. A lot of Guinness signs on the yep. walls. And, uh, you know, after five years, we kind of memorized their menu. And so <laughs> uh, I want to quickly talk about pub food. Because oh. uh, that was so integral to our, our pub quiz yeah. going experience. And some trivia about uh, some notable pub dishes. Pub food, you know, now we think about, oh, it's like steak pies mm-hmm. and Bangers fish and, and chips and all that stuff. Shepherd's pie. Yeah, but before that, it wasn't. It was oh. just light snacks. Oh, it was okay. bar bites. The original kind of pub pub, public house pubs. Crackers. Right? Crackers, Cheese. maybe like pickles. Nuts. Um, yeah. s- stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it wasn't until the invention of the microwave and freezing technology that they're able to actually serve food food hmm. and like a wide variety and so now your home british comfort food that you eat at home now is is now being able to be served up at pubs um instead hmm. of just like your usual light bites and stuff so you mentioned bangers and mash my burning question i had all these years <laughs> why are bangers called bangers mm. bangers and mash is pretty much sausage on mashed potatoes right right mm. and the second half is pretty clear yeah, ma- yeah. mashed potatoes Bangers? Mm-hmm. Why are sausages called bangers? I always, I don't know. I just imagined the sausages Very... banging into each other. I don't know. <laughs> um, close. So there is a historical reason why bangers were probably called bangers. Um, some say that it started in World War II, and, uh, but people have been using this term since the, the late 1800s, early 1900s. And the term bangers is attributed to the fact that sausages... During World War II, they had the ration, right? Mm-hmm. So some of the sausages were stuffed uh, with extra water and mm. fillers. Okay. And so 
what happened is when you cook the sausage under high heat, it would explode and Uh, cause a bang. Oh, really? This doesn't happen anymore because they're not doing, they're not pulling cheap tricks into Uh, the sausages they make. But that used to be the case. Interesting. Yep. Bangers. Uh, Another classic British pub dish is called the Plowman's Lunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plowman's lunch. Um, and you think about it, you're like, oh, that's so rustic. That's exactly what farmers <laughs> used to yeah. eat. You yeah. know, it's it's a cold meal. It's bread, uh, butter, cheese, a, a beer, maybe some jam or chutney, mm-hmm. cold pickled onions or other pickles. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, wow, how rustic. That's how real farmer ate. Yeah. And it, it's very British. Uh, someone pointed this out on Twitter. They're like, if it's any cool invention I learned from Good Job Brain, it's either came from a war it was debuted at a World's Fair, or it was part of a marketing ploy. Yeah. Yeah. Plowman's lunch marketing was ploy? marketing ploy. Yeah. No real actual farmer actually ate this type of a, a, a dish. Huh. It, so there was a BBC program called Balderdash and Piffle, and they they had evidence uh, by some of the former staff of the Milk Marketing Board. They basically found documents uncovered at the National Archive of the Milk Marketing Board that the Plowman Lunch was invented as a ploy to sell British cheese uh, in pubs. Mm. So they kind of make up this dish around it. Like, it's traditional. Oh, it's traditional. It's Good old it's farmers of ate. the people, yeah. yeah. No, right. yeah, Don, no, Don Draper giving the presentation, yeah, 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 yeah. just trying to sell you some cheese. When you think simple, of a plowman, <laughs> yeah, simple man sitting yeah. in a field, yeah. he opens his box. There's <laughs> bread. There's cheese. He thinks of his wife. It's lunch. Yeah, yeah. it's lunch. It's, yeah. it's lunch. It's, it's a plowman's lunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very good. Sold. <laughs> You're like, hmm, sounds delicious. Single tier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. thinks of his wife. <laughs> uh, and a uh, last food item, uh, very popular in pubs, Cornish. Pasty, not mm-hmm. pasty. Not pasty. <laughs> Cornish, that's, a that's, yeah. that's a nipple cover. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cornish that's... pasty, pretty basic. If you, it if, is... Yeah, if, if somebody's giving out free pasties on the street, ask, make <laughs> well, sure I'm... what they mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, how to pronounce it. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Uh, a pasty is like a pastry, basically. It's it's a handheld pie. Like yeah. A mm-hmm. meat pie that's folded over, um, and you can eat it with your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people will say, oh, it's the Cornish pasty. Funny thing, Cornish pasty was awarded a protected geographical indication status oh. by the EU Commission. What does this mean? You can't call it a Cornish pasty unless it's made in Cornland. <laughs> Cornwall. 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 Sure. <laughs> uh, just like champagne. Right. You, know, you can't call something champagne if yep. it's not made. Gorgonzola. Gorgonzola, Parmesan, mm-hmm. Reggiano. You cannot call anything that is Cornish pasty if it's not made or uh, fabricated in Cornwall. Mm. You can buy it there and then heat it up somewhere else. That's, the, <laughs> that's fine. That's yeah, fine. Right. But it has to, that. you know, they have seals, huh. um, a lot of legal kind of uh, protection oh. over that item. Hmm. But, you know, it's a meat pie. Um, sure. But you just can't call it that. So there you go. Some 411 on some, some pub food faves. All right. Hmm. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. 
I think when we play, the only thing more frustrating than not knowing the answer is the, ah, we've had this one before. What was it? Right. And frequently we'll get it wrong two or three times in a row. (laughs) That's the worst. It is the worst. Uh, Especially when you put down the wrong answer that you put down the time before. (laughs) You can't can't remember. remember. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, well, (laughs) this is either the right answer or the wrong answer. The same wrong answer. So in in the spirit of prepping for things that may come up, uh, I want to talk about states. And we get we get a lot of questions about states and state trivia. Like at the top of the show, Karen, the only state with a one-syllable name. You know, that one's fairly simple, I suppose. <laughs> you can, you can yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Process of elimination, eventually yeah. you'll figure that one yeah. out. Yep. So, Karen, you asked on part one of this episode, the first state to join the Union, which was Delaware. Delaware. Uh, and the last state to join the Union was... Hawaii. Yep. Uh, these kind of things come up a lot. We get questions about borders. You know, this is a good one. Uh, do you guys know the only state that borders one other state? Exactly one other state? The only state that borders exactly one other state. That's right. Uh... Um, Maine? Maine. Maine borders New Hampshire. Yeah, That's okay. right. Uh, Dana, I think you asked on a previous show, uh, the only state that has no straight lines in the border. Ooh. Oh. Someone asked this Hawaii. one. It is Hawaii. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Uh, a moment's reflection. Should, yes, yes. We get the uh, the state quarters come up a oh, lot. Man. All the time. All the time. Yeah. So, be a picture of the back of the state quarter. That's right. What state? That's right. Fill in the state. Mm-hmm. I've had yeah. some of those questions before. Uh, we've, had, we've been asked what are the what are the four states that are technically commonwealths? Yeah, uh, Kentucky, yes. Rhode Island, no, Texas, oh, no, Virginia, oh. yes, Kentucky, Virginia, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, and Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Oh. are the four commonwealths. Yes, yeah. in our great great union. Wait, that we say have. it again. Kentucky, Massachusetts. Pennsylvania, Virginia. Yeah. Oh, and Rhode Island is like Rhode Island and Providence plantations. plantations. That's right. it's like full. That's the, it's yeah. full, right? It's full and legal name, yeah. right? Ones that we get a lot though are about the order of the first thirteen colonies that they yeah. became states. And you know, frequently it'll it'll be embedded in a in a question. So you know, this tenth state leads the nation in production of whatever. And if you happen to know the 10th state, then great. Then you got the answer right there. Sure. So I got tired of us missing these all the time. So I have created a mnemonic for us to remember not only the first 13 states, the original 13 colonies, but the order in which they were accepted to the union. Wow. I'm ready. So just very quickly, here are the 13 in order. Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Georgia, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maryland, South Carolina, New Hampshire, Virginia, New York, North Carolina, and Rhode Island. You lost me at three. Yeah. All right. Well, lucky lucky for you, Karen, I have assembled an absurd mnemonic uh, that I hope uh, will help us all remember this. It's going to help me remember. Uh, So here we go. Uh, and sort of the framing device for my little mnemonic here is uh, about some nefa- nefarious so couple named okay. uh, George and Mary. All right. Mary. <clears throat> You're really excited. Here we go. Depend on Jerky George to con the masses. 
So that's Depend, Delaware, Delaware. Pennsylvania, on Jerky George, wow. New Jersey, Jersey and Georgia, Georgia, to con the masses, Connecticut, Connecticut and Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Okay, we're half, okay. halfway through. Depend on, on Jerky George to con the masses. Yeah, that's kind of, it's kind of yeah. rolls off. Yeah, you can think of, you know, maybe George Costanza if it helps you, yeah. the Jerky okay. George. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go, second half. Mary's scams harm virgin Yorkies, not <laughs> carnal rhinos. <laughs> Mary scams harm virgin Yorkies, not carnal rhinos. Maryland. Maryland. South Carolina South, scams. Oh, South scams. Carolina. Okay. Harm New Hampshire. So I've dropped off the news. Okay. Jerky, New Jersey. Okay. Harm, New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, harm virgin Yorkies. Virginia, uh, New, New York. York. Not carnal Rhinos. North Carolina. And Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yeah, so we oh, get the R-H, man. the Rhino, R-H-I. So, okay. so read, from read the top, again. from the top. Yes. Depend, depend on Jerky George, George to con the, the masses. masses. Con the masses. Mary's scams harm virgin Yorkies, not carnal rhinos. Fantastic. Wow. George and Mary running scams <laughs> all weird. down the eastern seaboard. There's some, like, bestiality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 like... Not just normal Yorkies, Virgin, virgin and yeah. Carnal Rhinos. And if you would like to use those as band names, the Virgin Yorkies and the, the Carnal, carnal rhinos, rhinos, for you sure. know what? Have at it. Yeah, yeah. not not yeah. the Carl Reiners. Yeah, but Carnal rhinos. rhinos. Maybe you could just replace it with Carl Reiner, <laughs> not Carl Reiner. I feel I feel, com- <laughs> like I feel confident story. that I will remember this yeah. at All least. Right. Like this one is now cemented in my mind. Yes. Hopefully, Fine. together we can uh, remember this one. And of course, we will put this up on our mnemonic archive yes, on yes, GoodJobBrain.com. Yeah. <laughs> jerky George. Jerky George. Okay. Depend on Jerky George to con the masses. Mary scams harm Virgin Yorkies, not carnal rhinos. Boom. That's well, a, I mean, I know it that was now. A dramatic, like audible book reading. Yeah, <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> well, you got to get into the spirit of it. Yeah, yeah. it's All very right. like like a pulp detective pulp. Yep. Yep. Novel. If we can help just one quiz team answer one question <laughs> about one state, about one Virgin Yorkie, mm-hmm. <laughs> our work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> So here are some other things that are handy to study, uh, especially, you know, obviously this is an audio podcast, so it's hard to do visuals because yeah. um, we do in a lot of trivia leaks, they do have like a handout round with pictures of people and you have to identify them. We suck at old actresses. Mm. Classic Hollywood. Yeah. We, we always put down the wrong person. We always do. Joan Crawford, we've started Joan to Crawford's, get good at. Yeah. Because yeah. she's very distinct. Mommy dearest. Yeah. yeah. Marilyn yeah. Monroe. Yeah. Like, it's like once it gets into like Jane Mansfield and like Bridget Rita Bardot, Hayworth. And, yeah, yeah, you're right. We've missed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we always get mixed up with Sophia Loren. Or mm-hmm. Loren. Like, I feel like, like Sophia Loren we, yeah. we get more often. We get right more often than not just because she's got that distinctive mm-hmm. look. But but mm-hmm. they, they all kind of blend together yeah. there. Yeah. This is not really a hint for how to do well on public no. so much as it no, is no, just no, a commiseration is like, session yeah, for us. Yeah, but also actresses. It helps if you have someone who knows this stuff. If you never watch those movies, you just probably don't know yeah um that's one of our biggest weak points another thing that we sometimes do okay on but usually not so well is um classical music composers i can usually name the famous ones and that's sometimes enough so if you have time listen to more of the famous vivaldi four season spring 
uh, some of the Beethoven noted ones, Mozart noted right. ones, Hayden. Noted they don't do ones. a lot of deep cuts. No, for the, yeah. but like they would play Pomp and Circumstance. You're like everybody knows Pomp and Circumstance, but who composed it? It was Elgar. Elgar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of that stuff is is a little tough. And there's also speaking of music, old. Motown bands. Oh, not that we don't know them. We get them mixed oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah. The Platters versus the Temptations versus the Four Tops versus. Uh, I think that's the OJ's. big one. Yeah. Is, the, is the the Temptations versus Four Tops mm-hmm. like that one? Yeah, yeah. Build me a Buttercup. You came up with a mnemonic, Chris. Wait, build me up, but oh yeah, yeah, it's the Foundations, yes, right? Because you, you build, build starting from the Foundations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. Yep. That's the one. That's, we only have one. Well, no, the car wash is Rolls Royce or Rose Royce. Rose Royce. 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 Like the car. Yeah, like the car. Yeah. I generally try and remember. I mean, we've memorized them outright, but between the Temptations and Four Tops, like the Four Tops tend to be more of like kind of the shout singing songs, whereas Temptations are a little more melodic. It's funny you say that because I actually did go to the Four Tops and Temptations concert, and I was like, <laughs> that doesn't mom, help at all. And I was yeah, like, but- this time. I'm gonna know and then I was like oh man they all blurt together but at least um when you hear a song and you're like oh that was at that concert, concert we've yeah. got it narrowed down to one of two groups yeah, yeah exactly yeah and that's the end of our part two how to prep for pub quiz lots of stuff uh lots of stuff to process but you know. <laughs> so much to take in it, it is a lot yeah I mean, this is like summarizing Years and years and we years. We don't know yeah. anything else. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. It's random. Just it's here trivia. and there. Yeah, yeah. just catch just catch can really. Yep. And you can find our show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, and on our website. Good job, Brain. Thanks for our sponsor, Audible. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.